0: Hey y'all, it's our lover um, with the Elevated Transmissions podcast, and it's been a while. Uh, we took a hiatus, um, just trying to figure out what we wanted to do with the podcast coming into the next year. Uh, We were starting it out to just kind of um, give you all a taste of the Pet Sounds record that we were doing with um, Reverberation Appreciation Society. And um, yeah, this is the last episode of that particular um, saga. It was a five-piece saga, an epic, if you will, um, with uh, some great guests, Shannon the Clams, Chris Catalina, Holy Wave, Cosmonauts. Then now we got Christian Bland and Alex Moss of the Black Angels. Um, We got them... We talked to them before Levitation was canceled and we were all in the throes of getting the festival together. Obviously, um, this last year, things didn't go as planned. And um, that's how life happens sometimes. It's weird, you know? Um and that's all i'm gonna say about that because we all know about that situation um but yeah so alex and christian on here they're just talking about um you know their inspiration from brian wilson uh with the black angels you know it's the 10th year anniversary of passover for them uh they're making a new record right now they're probably done mixing it at this point maybe i don't know i don't know uh, if i'm allowed to say it but i said it um so, yeah, uh, this is a great interview. It's short, sweet, um, but we're ending this part of the podcast, the Elevated Transmissions podcast, and we're starting fresh uh, with just um, a new format. So the new format is um, I'm saying um, a lot, I'm sure, but this is just how I talk. So this is the way it is. Um, there, I guess said it again. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the, the new approach is going to be. We're going to invite folks on to um, share 10 of their f- songs that they're into at the moment. And what that kind of, I think, is going to do is open up a conversation piece. It's going to provide a platform for conversation, which is what I'm interested in more so than the music. Um, I'm really... You know, for me at this point in my life, music is more about it's the musicology and the anthropologic aspect of music. Societally, all those things are more interesting about music to me than the actual music. It's it's strange. It's I haven't really felt that. I've always felt that way, being someone who collected records and looked for samples and things. But it was um, it was not. Uh, It was not something that was in the forefront. I was still exploring music and interested. Now I'm still discovering and exploring music, but the societal implications of the music are really what's intriguing to me. So uh, for this podcast, it's more of a way for me to learn um, new things, new music, new uh, aspects, new ideas, um, new aspects of thinking, um, introducing me to new uh, cultures that I was unfamiliar with, all these things, history. Uh, That's what I'm really interested in And I hope that you guys are interested in those types of things too Hopefully you are if you're music nerds But this is the anti-music nerd podcast Elevated Transmission is now going to be deemed the anti-music nerd podcast Because sometimes we're not going to know what we're talking about We're going to be bullshitting We're going to, you know, this is going to be a song Something that's new to both people on the podcast To the listeners And we're just going to engage in um, where that takes us, you know what is the idea of being introduced to something new without pretension, um, and and just exploring it in, in in its in its pure form, which I think is a really cool idea. But yeah, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the um, the concept coming into, uh 2017. We all know 2016 wasn't the best year uh, for a lot of reasons, whatever they are. That is neither here nor there. We're approaching a new year, and you know I personally want to just take. Negatives that I have seen in my life and I think in a lot of people's lives and try to do my best to project the positive energy out there. So I think uh, if we all agree that that's a good idea, I think we'll probably do all right considering uh, what we got coming up. But uh, we got some really interesting guests um, already recorded, some friends from San Francisco, Austin, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. um, And we're going to just... Get it get it moving with something new and fresh for y'all. So I hope that you stick with us and you listen and you're interested and um, you're excited. So uh thank you so much. I and mean, we're gonna get into this interview with the Black Angels, Christian Bland and Alex Moss. So enjoy y'all. What's up dudes? What hey up? Hey man, What's going on, man, how are you? Alright, I'm doing fine. Thanks for uh thanks for coming in and doing this little Interview thing, Absolutely. oh man! In the uh, the psychedelic shack. That's right. Yeah, I have man. deemed this. I've deemed our house the psychedelic shack. Oh, it's
1: fitting. It's
2: perfect.
0: I think it works. <laughs> I think it works. Um, well, yeah. So, uh, I apologize. I'm a little out of it, so I'm gonna just do my best here. Oh man! Um, so are we? We're yeah. way out of it. Yeah, you guys have been working hard all day, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> being musicians, working that hard life. Uh, <laughs> yeah so i just i just wanted to have you guys kind of chat about the about the record about the song um well obviously you guys chose good vibrations because you yeah higher up on the totem
1: pole so you get the choice <laughs> well, well, well well thank you <laughs> <laughs> big dogs it really is our probably our favorite song on the record yeah i i,
2: mean, I, w- I wanted to to do it because we have bad vibrations on uh, our third album of Phosphine Dreams so I just wanted to you know do uh the good vibrations to even things out yeah flip the script yeah <laughs> get the good vibes coming in I thought about that
0: too initially when you guys were like yeah good vibration I was like that makes sense yeah that'd be good. yeah I like how uh Josh used that in the um in the press release too yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. talking nice, about talking about that nice one um i really dig what you guys did with the song man it's it was quite a an adventure for you guys huh
1: yeah it was yeah i, f- I feel like that kind of how it came about like we we kind of were running up on our deadline and i know that's like a really that's something oh that really were you, Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh yeah i you know we we were talking back and forth about how long it took them to record that song themselves was it six months (laughs) and we go in there we try to do it in like literally two days or you know two and a half days and um i remember we tried
2: to uh, you know show show brian that he didn't need to really you
1: know he didn't need to spend that much time
2: (laughs) or that much money (laughs) or that much money
1: um but we uh yeah like whenever when i heard like the ufo club and christian the revelators and catalina's and they're all done on tape um i was just like and i heard them i was like man i I want to do our song where that was. That's kind of like Nightbeats did theirs there and as, the as well, Beats, right? Nightbeats Night did, Beats. yeah. And theirs was so Revelators. good. I think that might have been the first one I heard. Bob and Ramiro, the dream team. That's right. Yeah.
2: That's right. Yeah, Jesus. They really did it.
1: Um, we were we were we started recording it at our studio, and it sounded good. But that tape just had a certain kind of feeling that just was just I don't know. I love the way it sounded. I was like, man, I've, yeah. We can't put out something. Any less than what these guys are doing, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. you can't it, deny the tape, man. I mean, you can't it's, you can't deny it's, that? Undeniable. warmth.
1: And it's something about making it like all those decisions on the fly, uh, you know. We could have spent, yeah. we could have spent six months in our studio doing it digitally, you know, but doing it on tape, you have to make a decision: is that the take or is it not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. We, it, are, you
2: know, we just have a, an eight-track half-inch tape, so we we were having to make decisions along the way and, and bounce down so yeah. that we could have more tracks to record on
0: yeah oh so you guys were bouncing down like yeah we have to make this oh yeah okay we got
2: the drums and we like the bass um so let's just put those on one track and then, you know, so old on. school style, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. old I mean, school style, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and make the decision on the fly. Well, it's as opposed to okay, we'll just take that third baseline that you did, you know, it's like that's the baseline, you make yeah, that do decision it. and live mm-hmm. with it.
0: Well, it's a, I mean, I think there's something to be said for working with a limited palette. Like when you have that limited palette, you really squeeze the yeah. most out of it, you, you know, do. I think like it, it almost
2: makes the process more creative, it does it totally, I totally, mean, yeah. We kind of limited. Like when you just have anything at your disposal, it's just like, "Oh well, we'll just do this, 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 fix yeah. it later, fix
0: it later, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that kind of takes some of the magic out of it the the process yeah. of getting it all done like that, I mean, it's it is I mean, I gotta say, like for <laughs> the fact that you guys were so close to the deadline and went in and banged that shit out so <laughs> quick, and it came out so tight,, oh, man. and you know for nothing and I, I mean it was pretty yeah uh, i mean i had faith well, don't thanks, get me wrong man. i was like <laughs> i was like these guys are gonna pull it off but i remember talking to you chris and you were like man man the complexity we of this fucking song <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: how much time we had like what the
2: I, yeah i mean i remember yeah.
1: basically telling Chris, i was like man can you call out or can you talk to him You get home and just oh I yeah mean, we have to
2: kept asking for an extension <laughs> an extension <laughs> extension so basically
1: the deadline was actually, i was about to cut you guys from the record i don't blame you like, man bullshit. that's difficult no. that's <laughs> yeah, i mean I all the work you did that's it's tough to deal with people like that doing you know yeah can i get one more day it's like dude we were supposed to deliver it a couple days ago well it, thank uh, you though
2: it was fortunate that al was in austin yeah and it's true he's it my e- roommate so. yeah it was easy
0: to, it was to, to let it slide yeah. i was like well christian <laughs> gave me this room really helped me out moving here i we can extend it i guess maybe by like a day or two like well, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know it's their record label and you know there's a lot of things we'll give them a pass yeah. it was funny man like it was like all the local um reverberation bands that were the like pushing it and like being the last <laughs> to like turn in songs and stuff i was oh like guys man god. god damn it. taking advantage <laughs> no it was, it was cool though it came out great i love the way it sounds i love the it's got like this like to me especially the beginning it's got this like really like folk rock kind of sound like fairport convention something yeah. or other like dark kind of
1: um, English, Irish kind of folk. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely don't know heard it, that. It yeah. does have that uh, Irish kind of folk thing happening. That if you were to take like a Donovan and Velvet, the Velvets, and, yeah. kind of, and like Vashti Bunyan, this kind of other kind of thing. Christian sent me this uh, approach um, on. I guess we sent, you record on your phone. Yeah,
2: I record. I, yeah, it's like GarageBand or something. Just yeah. an idea. And I was I,
1: trying I, to like just make it different.
2: Yeah, I was trying to like hone a uh, nico um like how velvet underground see that. might try yeah. to try to play the the song so yeah. i can
0: see that i can see the nico thing especially like the nico solo like john cale produced stuff like it's got especially that eeriness yeah. and that darkness to it and yeah you know i i was stoked that you guys you know what is it like a theremin sound that's in the original like, yeah. yeah like i was kind of stoked that that wasn't there, you know, like it, (laughs) it, cause that's such a defining quality of that song, like characteristic wise, Mm -hmm. like the fact to not really emulate that in a way, I feel like
2: made it more unique. We thought that too. Yeah. We did try to kind of make it more our own instead of, Exactly, like, and that
1: specific is. thing, we were we were kind of like going through a lot of instruments. Well, could we do it on a flute? Could we do it on a yeah Mellotron? On a Or I'm could sold. we, you know, whatever? Like, <laughs> look, flute can be used in a really cool way. Oh, dude, I uh, fucks <laughs> with the flute, man. Like, I'm a serious flute enthusiast in all the time. Like, our manager's like, ah, oh, you were playing the flute the other day. That's why he didn't call me back. Cause like. Whatever, dude. He has no idea. (laughs) I mean, like you can use it in a really cool way. Have a tribal kind of
2: talking about native flute? Oh yeah,
0: like a pan flute, like a like an Incan kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Even like, um, there's this really great band out of SF right now. They're called uh, Queen Crescent, and they do like a kind of a stoner thing. Really like to try to get them to the festival, but it's an all-female band. Um, it's kind of stoner metal, but they have a flute as one of the main instruments. And that shit is nasty over like kind of like sabbath type rips oh rips. Wow. nice yeah, that and sounds cool john from uh, the oc's he uses the flute he'll be fluting all over like
1: the recorder inking like mine like a flute flute yeah, like yeah like, yeah yeah like, be, yeah, like, like jethro like, Toll flute yeah, yeah yeah well yeah jethro Toll is but you know, like, <laughs> same flute same flute different, different g- approach yeah yeah, Shit. so we, yeah, we were kind of like, uh how, We couldn't really figure out how to do it and, and like then we realized that like the, our version didn't really maybe didn't really need it, you know. Um, I don't think so. I and, mean uh, it I don't miss
0: it, you know. It wasn't just the fact
1: it. that we ran out of time. That was not the only reason. <laughs> no, it was we really thought 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 it through and we're like, Man, we're just if you can't beat it if you can't beat that sound, then why try to do it? You know, I think we try to whistle it and and yeah. it is just like nothing was working it was alex. like it just it, it doesn't need it like that's kind of what we get. yeah and that that is such a unique thing
2: like yeah, it's, and then alex came up with doing the uh that riff at the end which kind of oh took that place, oh, it gets it heavy in more into, yeah. took it took more the
1: black angels' style yeah, i yeah, guess towards yeah. the end um nice build we were yeah mm-hmm. it, it kind of it was a nod i guess to some to a different approach i mean we could have done the entire song in that fashion but i liked how we kind of built into that um yeah and well, it's yeah, got
0: it's, a lot of dynamic you know there's a lot of and the original song has all those changes oh, yeah, and all that dynamic
2: so many, so many different parts to the song
0: and i i think that you guys hold true to that in but in a different way you know cool, in your man. own way which is it's well, it's a pretty you. gratifying listen man i gotta say cool, man. I as you. is thank the you. whole record and i'm it pretty is,
2: man i'm proud of this yeah the record is,
0: is great i'm um, pretty stoked on it um, so when did you guys kinda get into I mean I guess individually, like into the Beach Boys, in the Pets I was, Christian, I know you got a good story you were telling me about the other night the DMT pet sounds oh, oh, situation. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to get there yet, uh, yeah, but we yeah. should yeah. definitely get there. But how did you guys kinda like come about the Beach Boys uh initially?
2: Uh I think probably my my parents would listen to Oldie's ninety four point five and uh in Houston and I'm sure that that's the first time that I oh, heard yeah. heard their songs. And they would usually play like the, the surfy ones. You totally. know, the the early Beach Boy stuff. Surfing safari and, mm-hmm. and in Houston we're close. To,
1: we're close to Galveston. So that there's like a big seafaring, you know and, and you know, there's a big seafaring kind of culture there. So there's surfers out there, yeah. not like big time, but I know that from going just to those little places, Christian and I grew up kinda of near the water. Yeah, yeah. And that mean. The Beach Boys, are just Beach Culture, being yeah. played You yeah. know, it seemed like you know, any restaurant culture, you're
0: at, yeah, TGI Fridays, it's just yeah. Beach Boys. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, go get a margarita, yeah. outside.
2: Chili's, yeah, Chili's. Chili's. <laughs> I
0: I I attribute my love for the Beach Boys to the Chili's, The chili. at the dock, <laughs> the corner at the by pier. 45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a Chili's plug, y'all. Don't support that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, I guess I guess I didn't think about that Because, yeah, golf culture I mean, like, was it good surfing there? I mean, I don't like, think it was, like, huge But pe-
1: there were people
2: but that were yeah, ocean. yeah, we, we had kids in our school That went, yeah, went to Jason, surf down in yeah. Alliston um, It was just a culture, that seafaring culture Yeah mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, 94.5 radio 94.5 station 94.5 was our radio station that played the oldies Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, that was, you know I, It just, that's my favorite favorite radio station all
0: right so i i brought this up and i think in the holy wave interview but i gotta bring it up again because i was talking to chris chris catalina and he i was like when do you remember the beach boy? he's like man do you know that movie the teen wolf
2: And i was like <laughs> i was like teen wolf and he's like yeah
0: we surfing on top of the van <laughs> oh my gosh like, that's that, awesome. i think that might have been like one of my first the first
1: experiences oh, yeah i was wow. like was i remember a beach boy that too? song
2: When he was surfing on top of the van? Yeah, surfing USA. It was? Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And and I
0: was like,
1: like, I remember that shit too. (laughs) I think the first time I might have ever, ever heard that was maybe like in second grade. Not that song, but second and third grade. And somebody did Kokomo.
2: <laughs> you know, oh, and, and like yeah. that was
1: like that was probably like Mike Love's great hit. That was probably most Jeez. like a lot of like <laughs> it's like a song that kids can listen to, and it's just like Kokomo. I mean, it's just like you know that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that yeah. That makes, you know. makes
0: me think of the Eagles though. I, that that song, <laughs> no but, corny, but no like, but I, still, I mean, like no to the Eagles. Kids.
1: I mean, the kid was doing it at third grade for a talent of course, show. Of course, I mean, it's of like course. you know, yeah, yeah. it's like probably had hand gestures and stuff, and like you know, wearing a you know big flower T shirt.
2: <laughs> um, but then never on full
1: house i remember full house like john stamos would play f- with them and stuff and did they play the super bowl one year and john yeah. stamos got on stage with them i don't know how long ago that was but they,
0: they were talking about that too i don't remember the john stamos connect with the beach boys but uh apparently yeah that, that
1: was a thing
2: yeah it still still is i think he he plays with mike loves version of the beach boys really yeah
1: He's got his hands in everything. He, he's on, um, Catalina told me, actually, that John Stamos, when you go to Graceland, he's on, like, you get, like, a tablet, and it's, like, a, a virtual tour by John Stamos. At, at oh. all his house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Catalina told me. Kind of, kind of like, ah, you know, I was kind of, like, afraid to go in there, you know, or something like that. Or didn't want him to ruin it for me, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. John,
0: I mean, John Stamos, I guess, like, represents some, like, aspect of cool to a degree. I feel like it's cool, like, what, like, Young girls in the '80s thought would be cool. Yeah, I, I guess he was yeah, like yeah. a motorcycle guy or something. But like yeah, to yeah, me, he, he like was cool John's cool on Full House. Yeah, he's always like Remember. Mercy
1: all the time. He yeah.
0: was the cool <laughs> uncle, I guess. But to me, he was like—I mean, he wasn't that cool. No, yeah, he was I, '90s kind of 10 I don't think John Stamos has got that much cred, <laughs> like to me. Yeah, I don't know. The fact that he seems like a poser. Yeah Yikes He might have him I coming after you he is you. big time But I'm sure you know. John Stamos Will be listening You know Listen He might be He might Celebrity so. Uh Guest Maybe appearance so. At a 2017 Levitation John Stamos Oh my gosh Maybe hey, we should fly Mercy. him in To To uh <laughs> to, <laughs> Over and over To introduce To introduce Brian Wilson Oh my gosh He's, gonna, actually, be, he's actually gonna be He's gonna be popular
2: Because uh I just read an article today They're uh Doing a new full Fuller house. house Fuller House on Netflix, <laughs> it comes wow. out tomorrow.
1: I saw it. I saw it on that's there. I was, like, advertising. advertising yeah. What about um? What about the the friend? I'm excited about that. What's Who the friend's name? Oh. About oh. that. What G- about the G- Kimmy G- Gibbler? G- <laughs> Is she coming back? Oh yeah! Wow. Everyone's, Everyone's coming s- back
2: except the Olsen Twins. Oh, of course. Man,
0: see, see I'm that's... trying to see these this heroin cheek Olsen Twins do <laughs> like come through and be
1: like, what happened? Christian and I hung out with him one night in LA after. Get a out show. of here. I don't remember. Man, that's the night that I got. I, like, slept under the police station bridge. Remember oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah, like, oh, whole, that. Whole yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, what? <laughs> so we were playing at the Why Troubadour. Why were we hanging out with him? We were playing at the Troubadour, and right next door, there was a party. And it was uh-huh. like, there was a party and an after party, and we just kind of moved over there. And I remember sitting at a table with both of them, and I thought you were there. But I stayed there way I too late. I don't I think this
2: is after you. Split from the group. Yeah, maybe I you did. you on your own.
1: I thought maybe I thought Nate was there too, but at some point I was. You get at a point in the night where sometimes you just drink too much and you're just like, I gotta get out of here right now, this day. second. So like that happened, and by the time I got Irish outside, goodbye, I was I was completely I had no idea like where I was, and I was just like that thing. I just saw this like on little awning kind of thing. It looked like a bridge, and I went over there and I was behind some bushes. I was like, I could sleep right in that nook, and I, I'll be. If I just get a couple hours of sleep, I'll be good. We had a, a television thing for Fuel TV. There, <laughs> but, well, I just ended up sleeping there the whole day. It was right
2: across from the Troubadour? Right across from night, the Troubadour. Yeah.
1: And I woke up, <laughs> got out of the bushes. I was like, oh man, what time is it? Rage or headache. And I was like, man, what. what all these police cars keep going by for, and I looked up after I crawled out of the bushes at like you know nine thirty, eleven or ten o'clock, and I slept under the police station um, garage, parking garage.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean that's
1: like the worst place you should sleep.
0: <laughs> all right, so that that story is very amusing. But what about these Olsen twins? Like, oh yeah,
1: so what are they Olsen? like? <laughs> um, man, it's kind of hard to remember. But I remember, <laughs> I do remember. Like, were you actually hanging, like conversing? Oh, yeah. It and, was like, like this. It was like this circle table this U t- table with a bench you guys had and like a book- mafia table going like? kind on of, sitting yeah, there with mafia. the Olsen twins like- we we're talking about business gangs types of stuff um but no they were the uh, legitimate
0: drug deals i'm exactly like I remember- yo we need some heroin
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember exactly what we just bes- we talked about but i remember being there and be like man this is crazy i'm sitting here with the Olsen twins like, I'll be like this is nuts and i never would have thought like in a million years this would be and of course like that's f- so weird 30 minutes later i'm Oh under, a yeah. under a bridge under a bridge that's life right from there from one end of the spectrum you're in the like yard. Anthony Kiedis you're living Anthony Ketis life that's life yeah. that is life though one minute you're hanging out with the Olsen twins 30 minutes later you're sleeping <laughs> under <laughs> a bridge I mean that's how quickly things can change in your life <laughs> yeah. oh man that's fucking amazing uh, oh where were we
0: I, I don't know. Uh, John we're talking Stamos. about John Stamos, uh, talking Beach Boys. about Beach Boys. Pet Sounds compilation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're back on track, guys. Okay, okay, back got on got track. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's. I mean, you guys did a great job. I'm. Um, I'm really stoked. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm trying to recap here. Yeah. Um, so fun. yeah, you guys were listening to the Beach Boys on the radio, the oldies yeah. radio. Um, Early on in Houston. Early on. And yeah, I mean, like, but like. When did it like? When were you like, yo? We need to like listen to this record, Pet Sounds, and check for these production techniques and and this like really that. It's
1: probably that sometimes funny in my early twenties, probably yeah, you know, yeah, somewhere yeah. when we start actually collecting the vinyl and, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think that would probably you know. I wasn't like listening to Pet Sounds religiously like I was the Beatles like the Beatles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think for some reason they took greater precedence in my life. Oh, me too. Reason. I
0: wasn't a Beach Boy. I. Still, honestly, I feel like I wasn't the right guy
2: to <laughs> procure this record because I'm not like
0: not a big Beach Boys guy. Yeah, well, I like it, but I, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I respect it, but I
1: don't. It's not something I put on. Yeah, I, I think Pet sounds specifically is just some a, a record that was just so ama- a groundbreaking record. You know, and it, I think yeah. it was a response yeah. to Rubber Soul from the Beatles yeah. or something, wasn't it? It yeah. was,
2: yeah. And that's Brian what Wilson. I can
1: appreciate, you know, yeah. like the what went into
0: that record, what in what it influenced. I think, you know, for me, it's probably like what it influences, what inspires me. And so knowing that, like these bands that I hold in high regard, like hold that record in high regard, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to go back and like actually give this,
1: yeah, yeah, some thought and 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 appreciation. So, I think you said this before, Christian, but like. First time it, you'd listen to it, it's not like your mind's just blown. It, sometimes it takes. Well, yeah, no, music with me. Exactly. It takes a couple times. You know, I, me too. Especially good shit. I was even like that with Clinic, who is a huge. I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, like, yeah. First time I heard it, I was like, man, it's cool. But then I started really listening to it, and the, the delivery approach and stuff. And I saw yeah. your Clinic record down there. But the same way with with Pet Sounds for me. Yeah, it's like grew grew on me.
2: Like I remember on oldies 94.5, which doesn't exist anymore. Unfortunately, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, you know, they would play the Sloop John B. They would play uh, Wouldn't It Be Nice. So Mm -hmm. I was familiar with the hits off of the Mm -hmm. album, Um, you know, um, God Only Knows. But I wasn't ever really familiar with the the other songs until, um, I guess, I think I discovered it at the library. My parents moved to, after Houston, when I went off to school in Florida, my parents moved to Atlanta, so I would go home to atlanta for the summer and there was a library close by that had cds and i'm pretty sure i i got that cd there it was beach boys and i like the beach boys and that's when i listened to it and i really didn't enjoy it the first time i wouldn't it be nice starts it off and i was like okay yeah i like that song it's classic yeah and yeah. then the next one i it's like this doesn't really sound like normal Beach Boys. They have some songs with the horns and stuff. Why is it
1: strange?
2: Yeah, (laughs) and the first time I I didn't like it and it took me several listens and then now I would definitely say it's probably a a top five album. Well, that's, I mean, for
0: me, like all the stuff that I really end up appreciating and and understanding to be important and, and it resonates with me on a different level is like, it's stuff that's difficult to get into initially. Yeah. Like, there's stuff that like you know on first listen you're just like damn that's a banger like yeah. I'll listen yeah. to that all the time. Uh-huh. But there's a, like good music takes work man. Like like Funhouse to me was like not I was like oh I'd rather hear the first one mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or and I, and I was like, "What's up with the saxophone? Like, why? Is he yeah. doing it? Why is? Yeah. What's up with this like weird free jazz thing?" <laughs> you know? yeah, no, a but good now example. it's just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Like, it should be difficult, you yeah. know? It, it should, should be yeah, yeah work, it does. You know?
2: I don't know. You know yeah, yeah no, I, I think you so. so study it, and then it, I don't. It just gets inside of you.
1: I definitely still hear new things every time I listen to Pet Sound specifically. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, yeah oh, the Horns. Oh, no. Yeah. In a place like, I actually was listening to it, and i forgot that i you know had a playlist up and I was like, I thought that I was on a different record, and I was like, went back and looked. I was like, oh my gosh, this is <laughs> this is on, you know, the one. Yeah, we're yeah. Working, this is on the record we're working on. Um, about the thing you're talking about it needs to take a second to sink in. I think the more I've played music, the more I'm able to approach music with more of an open mind like oh, i can find i can find more stuff that i like ab- about music when i think of when i first started playing if it wasn't like just instantly like if it didn't sound like uh, i don't know something very familiar to me it was harder for me to get into but like since we've been playing a lot and thinking about structure there's so many things we can latch on to and i can typically find one good element in, in all music that I'm, I, I can, of course. You know, I mean, whatever it is, like, and, and I don't Every know.
0: Every genre has yeah. good music. And it's also, I think, as you get older, too, you're just like, you're more open and more receptive, and you yeah. understand, like, why this country song is good. Yeah. You know, exactly. you're like, That's a great example. I, I get it. I yeah. get it. Like, I might not be the biggest country guy, but that country song is good for these reasons, you know? And and especially as a musician, the more you go, you you understand the whole science of it to a degree, for lack of a better term, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can appreciate that for for what it is. And something like Pet Sounds is just like bananas. It's so lush. It's It's bananas, dude. Like, what went into that record and what, like, you sit down like with the headphones on and you're just like zoning out like what
1: is going on you know yeah in that record it's crazy yeah so, so what did josh was- say did josh say that it, he was doing some research did he say the that the whole record he, he said uh good vibrations itself was like did they spend 150,000 on That's that one song it, or was it something like that it, it, was
0: so, something it was like, like 50,000 back in the day I which, think it, which like, is now like, like just, quarter million dollars or something. Yeah, yeah something stupid yeah. yeah
2: several different studios yeah yeah
0: I was I was talking about this earlier and like this is like kind of comes into like the psychedelic aspect of it but for me what fucking like trips me out is to think about this kid growing up music like kind of a child star to a degree like Overbearing parent manager, like having hit after hit after hit, developing this like career and then taking acid where you have yeah. everything like he, like, you know, he was obviously a genius in his own right, but like the psychedelics obviously, like, they
1: came second, came later. Yeah. It and they, of, yeah. right, right. But That's like the
0: fact that, like, I can just imagine like being on acid. And being in a studio like that, like a fucking hundred thousand dollar studio or something, like making this music and just being like, What is going on in my life? (laughs) Like this is crazy. Like like it's just wild to think about that. Like if like for me being just like a normal dude, like, you know, take some hallucinogenics and you're just kinda like, oh, everything's very important and meaningful. (laughs) But like when you're like have a shitload of money and you're like Everything's famous. at your disposal, yeah, and you're like creating this brilliant work of art,
1: like. And there's a lot of a lot of people being like, "There's a lot yeah, of people to rely on you." To pin oh, pin man. All the pressure, yeah. really? Yeah, Whew. that's when people. I think, yeah, I can't Start imagine. imagine the devils, dude. Yeah. The devils in the suit and tie. Yeah, he looks at his dad. Like, oh, he God. sees <laughs> the devil in his dad. He's like, yeah. you know, I can't imagine like how frightening and how f- f- crazy that would be for him. Yeah. You know, that's kind of nuts. It's insane. So yeah. segue. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Into Christian, you were telling me you had this experience where you uh, yeah
2: um,
0: intentionally
2: I I did a little science experiment by myself. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this is probably the fifth time that I had tried DMT, and um, I decided to experiment by putting on pet sounds. So I had a lazy boy in my room and I placed (laughs) pet sounds. Drug chair. Drug chair. Drug chair. Exactly. So I put on pet sounds. Then I went down, sat in the lazy boy, smoked a little bit of DMT, and then sat back and just started to take it all in and see what happened. And... So the first thing that starts happening was a uh, audio hallucination to where Wouldn't It Be Nice was like, Wouldn't It Be Nice. Like it slowed it down? totally slowed down. My arms that were on the, uh, the armrests melted into the seat and became just bone and these Aztecian symbols started appearing all over them. And then I was in the kaleidoscope and... The beings were welcoming me, hello Christian, welcome back, glad to see you again. And then they were showing me all these symbols and things that, you know, I have no clue how to interpret them, I can't translate them now for you. But, so the thing, it was kind of fading away and the colors were going away and um, the beings were saying, goodbye Christian, we're glad that you came. We'll see you next time. Yeah. And <laughs> audio, it was still Wouldn't It Be Nice, but it was the very end of Wouldn't It Be Nice. So that whole thing to me felt like it took a really long time. Like an like hour, maybe thir- like like tr- 30 minutes yeah. or an hour. Yeah. But what, you know, have really happened is is that the two minute and 30 second song hadn't even finished yet. It's wild so (laughs) that's time travel but that i mean that's
0: really what that stuff comes down to is like you get outside of the realm of time like that type of shit like time is relative obviously and like when your brain projects to that area like it's 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 like dream out of body it's like dream like so when you're dreaming like time is not relevant it's just it's not confined by those constraints. Exactly. It's, I think it just is, you know,
2: it's like you're awake, but dreaming pretty much. I feel like is what, you know, DMT is. I think, you know, the scientists say that DMT is excreted when you're dreaming. Yeah. I mean,
0: you got the pineal gland or whatever, and that's what, where it kind of comes from. And it's in all these things, but I mean, that's how I, I kind of feel about hallucinogenics is that they, they are this, they do access this part, of like your being or whatever that is transcendent of the time. Yeah. You know, the <laughs> the soul. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a bigger thing. And, and, and I think, you know, like the psychedelic music and pet sounds and, you know, like all, all like the Sergeant peppers, all these records that are influenced by that. Like they almost have this timeless quality. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, definitely. that. definitely. Like, that's when it, you reach yeah. into that creative, it's all, like, creativeness, like, Yeah, that's dream. a great connection, Al. That's like yeah, a, I mean, I just y- thought of that right it's, now. It's, it's, like, right the,
1: it's right on the money. And it's something yep. that's, yeah, that's, that's, interesting. that's one of the, like, magic um, elements about music and, and art. But that time travel, you can, you can transcend time through yeah. that. Um, what's so interesting about this experience here is that, like, the record slowed down first, then his mind slowed down. You know, it wasn't so just your like, perception of the re- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a weird thing. But man, you're so right, and that's why music is so I think so important because you are hitting that that like you know that timeless element or whatever that is. Well, That's it, like
0: great art, right? It, it works with archetypal imagery, like mythology, like dream. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, any great work of art, be it music or or visual or sculpture or anything, movies or whatever. I mean, it it does. It's funny how it transcends to be timeless within the realm of time or something. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's no, a yeah. far out
1: kind yeah, of it is. thing to say. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a metaphysical, and, and yeah, I like to go with yeah. the metaphysical. Yeah. As the Rizzo would say, it's metaphysical, son. Yeah. It's metaphysical.
0: Exactly. Um, man. Uh, I, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap it up. Guys, cool. well, well man, really, thanks man. for bringing us in, it's and we're looking forward to the next time you. we come in with you. Oh, man, like, it's this a pleasure, dude. Event. It's an honor to be sitting here with you guys and chatting with the, about this bullshit, and yeah. it's really great to uh, to have you guys involved and, and uh, be a part of it over here. Well, so man. I
1: really appreciate it.
2: Uh, we appreciate uh, yeah, it, Yeah, we do, too. Likewise.
1: And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next time we come in here and... D- talk metaphysically yeah, about something man. else
0: oh dude well i want to get you guys back and like actually talk about the angels and like the festival like all that stuff like yeah yeah for Let's a later date you know but yeah. uh you know this is kind of just a start i think that this podcast thing could actually have some really cool traction and i agree i want to do it in a unique way i want it i want it to be where it's it's you know, it's not too crazy, but I want—I got some ideas about how to produce it and stuff mm-hmm. like that that yeah. might be interesting, so we'll yeah. s- we'll see. Just but I think it's a cool thing.
2: One yeah. other uh, yeah. interesting point that I, that I have to make about right. Pet Sounds and why it's so important to me, it's because the first record that I really discovered in my dad's record collection was Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... To later on go out, go on, and, and find out that day when I got into the library, that Pet Sounds is what influenced the Beatles to create Sgt. Pepper's. Is, is you know the connection that made me want to study it even more, of course, and get yeah. get involved and get into it. And you know, I I guess naturally just because of my love for Sgt. Pepper's Pet Sounds, I guess you know came smoothly full thereafter circle. oh totally so. man
1: what's well, cool that they, it was a full circle thing right I mean yeah
2: Beatles influenced that Pet no, right, Sounds yeah that, Pet that's Sounds what's it. a cool thing is that the Rubber Souls influenced Pet Sounds and then Pet Sounds in turn influenced Sgt. Pepper's and then Sgt. Pepper's influenced Smile which will be the next chapter? Yeah, chapter. and hopefully Brian Wilson will come back next year and play Smile, and we'll do a Smile <laughs>
1: exactly. compilation next. We'll
0: just get we'd we'll we we like to get have all him the, into, all the into
1: the into, into this um this your quarters here. We'd love to. Oh, oh man, dude! I was we could well,
2: invite Brian to our house. I was My yeah. God. Oh, we have to we
0: have to clean the kitchen. We have to mop. We have, <laughs> we to, mop. have to clean up, <laughs> yeah. man, big time. <laughs> Got to make this motherfucker look pristine <laughs> for old BW. <laughs> I was thinking about setting up like something at the festival and trying to yeah, do, that would like, probably be an easier. Way it'd be hard it. with maybe with some. uh with the background noise, but it also might add some. We'll something find a to quiet it.
1: place. You can. We, we have a bunch of trailers you can get into. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a really good idea. I we was should.
0: talking to James about it. And, oh, we were talking about the meeting, but yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Let's do that. That's yeah. a good idea.
2: All right. Well. Cool. Well, well, awesome. Thanks, guys. Well, nice talking. Yeah, yeah. talking with you. Yeah. Yeah, I L. really appreciate it, awesome. guys. And we'll talk All right. with you again soon.
1: All right. Adios. So, <laughs>
2: Adios. Peace.
1: Yeah, guys.
0: That was uh, the Black Angels, um, the members Christian Bland and Alex Moss, founding members. 10th anniversary of um, Passover, their first record. They're working on a new record. Um, It's coming out, I'm not sure, but uh, soon I hope. And uh, hopefully they'll be on tour soon because those motherfuckers need to get to work. Uh, They're not working hard enough. You know, they got what, how many albums now? just kidding they're fucking amazing and i love those guys i wish them nothing but the greatest success on the planet um but yeah they're uh you know that was us talking about the pet sounds record um that we did the compilation with a bunch of cool bands with reverberation appreciation society you can still buy that record it's online we got copies uh if you guys are fans of brian wilson the beach boys and contemporary psychedelic garage, heavy rock, alternative rock, yacht rock, Uh, you should check it out because I think that you'll enjoy it. And uh, I also have a new record out. It's a 10-inch single called Side on Fuzz Club Records. Um, That is a tribute I did to, obviously, two of the greatest bands and most influential bands in my life and what I consider contemporary. you know subversive music culture um the kraut and proto-punk gods um noy and suicide just two amazing incredible um bands that yeah i wanted to do a you know a little postmodern representation and that's what i did so you can buy that from fuzz club records so check that out got a new record coming out uh well a new cassette coming out soon on crash cymbals uh a great cassette label um this is going to be entitled uh, what is the title of it? Oh yeah interact uh, Interference Patterns um, Meditations on a Holographic Universe by Al Lover. I think that's what it's called. But anyways it's a weird uh, existential record so I hope y'all will check that out from um, uh, Crash Symbols. It's a cassette coming out I'm not sure. I think hopefully it'll be out in the uh, late summer or I'm sorry Late winter, early springish, in time for South by Southwest, and then I also have a record coming out um, with the homies Cairo Liberation Front um, from Holland, from Tilburg. Big up Tilburg, Tilburg, yes, big up Tilburg. Um, yeah, those are the homies that I met. We just connected online, and uh, I spent a couple weeks with them, and we made uh, a little six-song. Mini record, and not really an EP, but it's a record. It's a full record. It's six songs. God damn it! I'm saying it's a record. Um, and yeah, we just collaborated and mixed the record in a couple weeks in 2015, and it's coming out on Haga Nord, uh, out of Sweden. Um, yeah, that's coming out in March, I believe. March, April. So be on the lookout for that. So yeah, new music coming out. Um, Black Angels got new music coming out. Look for everybody with the it's got new music coming out discover interesting new music there's so much out there we have the internet and it's going to be plugged into our brain soon and we're just going to be able to find any music we want at any time so experience the act of purchasing music in a tangible form buy the vinyl shit buy the mp3s whatever just support the music that you love and um yeah and keep on rocking in the free world y'all This is Al Lover with the Elevated Transmissions podcast signing out. We'll see you in 2017. Big ups. Peace be with you.